The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus spoke to the crowds and to his disciples, saying, The scribes and the Pharisees have taken their seats on the chair of Moses. Therefore do and observe all things whatsoever they tell you, but do not follow their example. For they preach, but they do not practice. They tie up heavy burdens hard to carry and lay them on people's shoulders, but they will not lift a finger to move them. All their works are performed to be seen. They widen their phylacteries and lengthen their tassels. They love places of honor at banquets, seats of honor in synagogues, greetings in marketplaces, and the salutation, Rabbi. As for you, do not be called Rabbi. You have but one teacher, and you are all brothers." Call no one on earth your father. You have but one father in heaven. Do not be called master. You have but one master, the Christ. The greatest among you must be your servant. Whoever exalts himself will be humbled, but whoever humbles himself will be exalted. The Gospel of the Lord. Two beautiful readings today. From Isaiah, we are hearing some good direction as far as what it means to um, remain pure and to do good deeds. And then the gospel, um, really a, a, firm, a firm command from the Lord about honor, respect, and yet at the same time um, knowing the purpose behind why we do things. So from that first reading, was there any words or images that stood out to you? Anything you remember in that first reading from Isaiah? talked about like washing yourselves clean, putting away misdeeds from before your eyes, cease doing evil, learn to do good. Again, just practical stuff. What were some other images or things you heard in there? It's like your sins, like be like what? There's like a color. Okay, what else? Yeah, so he says, through your sins, though your sins be like scarlet, they may become white as snow. They may be crimson red. They may become white as wool. Like that, how does that work, you know? How does red stuff become white? Have you ever tried like that in art class, try to make something like a white color? You have? Does it work? It doesn't work. You know, we can't really change those colors in a natural way. So like when Jesus says this, this is kind of like a striking idea. Like our sins are very, they're red, they're scarlet. Um, those are very vibrant colors. And he says at the same time, they can become white and pure. So why would Isaiah, who's a prophet in the Old Testament, be talking about this? Like, what do you think he's referring to? Yeah, that's what he's referring to, like the forgiveness of our sins, like seeking forgiveness. If you're willing and obey, you shall eat the good things of the land, but if you refuse and resist, the sword shall consume you. So it's, in, yeah, it's important for us to recognize that, for sure, there's effects that happen to us based off of our decisions. I think we all know that. There are consequences that we've experienced because of decisions we've made in life. But God is reminding us that those decisions, even if we make bad ones, we can seek forgiveness. Like we, can, we can be forgiven if we ask Him. Like we're not just stuck with that stain, in a sense. So what about that gospel reading? What were some things you heard in there? Jesus spoke to the crowds and to his disciples, talking about the scribes and the Pharisees. Yeah, and this is a warning Jesus brings up often with the scribes and the Pharisees. There's, there's this, like a constant battle about, well, he, and how he says is that do and observe 
all things whatever they tell you, but do not follow their example. Yep, as for you, do not be called rabbi. You have, not, you have but one teacher and you are brothers. Called no one on earth your father. You have but one father in heaven. Do not be called master. You have but one master, the Christ. How many of you call your dad, dad? Well, Jesus says you shouldn't do that. But is that what he really means? This is the thing. This is where people kind of take Scripture and they get it and they kind of twist it a little bit sometimes. Because there's other people that will say, like, oh, like, why do they call you Father? Like, why do people call me Father? Like, you're, it says in Scripture, call no one Father. What he's saying here, and it's, again, about the warning. The scribes and the Pharisees are abusing their power. Right? They preach, but they don't practice. So, like, imagine, like, I were to tell you all the time, like, hey, you all need to go to confession. Hey, you should fast. You should abstain from me. And then you see me coming in on a Friday with a Big Mac. That would be a problem. That would be a big, big problem. I'm preaching, but I'm not practicing. And he says, they tie up heavy burdens, hard to carry, and lay them on people's shoulders. So, again, let's say, all right, for the rest of this week, everyone is wearing no shoes. And then I'm wearing shoes every day. Like, that's a crazy thing to ask for, right? It's a crazy burden to say, like, you have to do this. Now, where does this become the rub in Christianity and in Catholicism with the priest? Well, the priest, you have to understand, is ordained and, and meant to do the work of Jesus. So when Jesus called his 12 apostles, specifically out of all the disciples, he commissioned them, he ordained them to be his priests, his very first priests. And their task was to be Jesus to others. So as a priest, my, my task is to be Jesus to you. So I'm, I'm supposed to embody Jesus. Now, I don't do that 24 hours a day, seven days a week, but in the Mass, when we have the consecration, we're, I'm transforming the, the bread and the wine into the body and blood of Jesus. Like, that's Jesus doing it. He's doing it himself. He's like, take this, all of you, eat of it. This is my body. I don't go up there and say, take this, all of you, eat of it. This is Jesus' body. So that even those words, like, take this, all of you, eat of it. This is my body, means like Jesus is saying those words. In confession, right, when I say, I absolve you from your sins, it's not Jesus absolves you from your sins. So the priest is in the person of Jesus. So out of honor to Jesus, we would say Father, because we're meant to embody the Heavenly Father. And he's right, like, there's only one Father in heaven. There's God the Father, end of story. There's not like 15,000 fathers, right? We, we have one God, one Heavenly Father. The issue, again, and this is a warning for priests, this is a warning for people in ministry, this is a warning for anyone in the church, like, don't do things for the sake of, of prestige and pride don't do stuff just so people are like wow you're amazing like actually it doesn't matter if we're seen or known for like collecting the most cans or doing all that. it's great to be like wow good job but that shouldn't be our purpose our end goal is not i do this so that i get like a pizza party i do this so i get this like i do it because it's a good thing to do does that make sense so there's this warning today, again, for all of us. But when he says, call no one father, call no one master, call no one rabbi, there's, there's a, a level there. He's, like, it's, a, it's called hyperbole. Like, there's an extreme there. Because 
if we only do that, like if any of you ever become a mother and a father and your kids just, just call you Carson or, or Ellie or whatever, it's like, you'd be like, whoa, time out. Like any of the parents out there, like how would you handle your, your children just calling you by your first name? No, because that's not just who you are. Like you are a mother. You are a father. You are that. Like as a priest, I am a father. But as a father, I have a task to take care of my children. The scribes and the Pharisees have stopped taking care of their people here. That's the issue. He says, don't do that. So we get this really beautiful imagery in the, in the first reading about, like, here's good stuff to do. And then we get this really important imagery about, like, the warnings on what not to do. And God is always trying to help us, like, these are the good things. These are the things to avoid. So today, just kind of think about what are the good things I do? Like, acknowledge that. Like, yeah, I've, I help my friends. I, I hold open the door. I'm kind to people. That's great. Keep doing that. And then to, to ask yourself, are there things that need to, I need to change because I'm doing them for the wrong reason? Like, why well, hold the door so that everyone will thank me? That's not the reason to hold the door. Hold the door because it's good to hold the door. Or, you know, I, I do all these things so I can get, I can get, first, I get first choice in, in the classroom. Like, no, like, do the stuff because it's good to do it. Don't do it just because it gives you some reward. Because there's a reward that's much greater than candy or, you know, first places of honor. The reward's heaven. That's what we all are seeking is heaven. We're seeking life with God beyond right now. So what we do, we don't do for personal gain. We do for the benefit of other people.